Hey everybody, Tony Thaxton here. You may have already seen in the uh, episode title or description, you might know what's going on here, but let me just give you a quick explanation. Um, I had a plan for this week, which album to cover, and I even had a phone call planned with the producer of this album. I'll leave it all nameless, I'm not blaming anybody, but things fell apart. Uh, I The call never happened, there was a, some mix-ups, and I was supposed to get back and nothing ever happened, blah blah blah, here we are, and... Uh, the new week and i my plan was ruined so instead of leaving everybody totally empty-handed uh, i'm going to give you an episode of bizarre singles from over on the patreon page um so this is uh prince's 1989 bat dance uh the story behind that i hope you guys enjoy it um if you like these you can get the these kind of uh single episodes every week over on patreon patreon.com slash bizarre albums so um, enjoy this Patreon episode for free, and uh, I'll see you back next Tuesday for a normal Bizarre Albums. So that's the story. All right, take it away, me. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great song. But I also love those strange songs that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Singles. American film producers Michael E. Uslin and Benjamin Melnicker purchased the film rights for Batman in late 1979. They wanted to make a dark and serious version of Batman the way they felt the character was intended. For years, their pitch for a serious Batman movie failed. The studios wanted to make a campy version reminiscent of the 1960s TV series with Adam West. Whoever dehydrated those pirates could not have foreseen their accidental rehydration with the heavy water we use in recharging the atomic pile. Even though there wasn't a studio attached, the movie was announced at New York Comic-Con in 1980. Eventually, Warner Brothers, who were behind the successful Superman movie franchise, came on board. In 1983, a script was completed by Tom Mankiewicz, a writer best known for his work in the James Bond films. The Batman was announced in 1983 for a 1985 release. Several filmmakers were attached at various points, including Ivan Reitman, who wanted Bill Murray as Batman and Eddie Murphy as Robin. Eddie Murphy! Fuck you! Eventually, Tim Burton was hired to direct after the success of 1985's Pee-wee's Big Adventure. But Burton felt Mankiewicz's script was too campy, so in 1986, he got his then-girlfriend Julie Hickson to write a 43-page story treatment that would eventually lead to the film getting made. Then Burton asked writer Sam Hamm to write the screenplay, which he would complete in October of 1986. For some reason... Warner Brothers was stalling to make the movie, even though they liked Ham's script. But after Burton had another success in 1988 with Beetlejuice, they finally greenlit the film, and pre-production began a month later, in April of 1988. Comic book fans hoping for a dark movie started showing concern for the film after it was announced that Michael Keaton, who at that point was mostly known for comedy roles, was cast as Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah! 
Writer Sam Hamm said, I think, you know, the, the great fear that uh, a lot of fans have, have had was that we would not take the, uh, take the character seriously. And, uh, you know, based on the script and based on everything that I've seen of the movie, uh, we're taking the character uh, very seriously indeed. And it's, um, you know, it's, a, it's a, a movie which is kind of dark, kind of violent, uh, also very stylized and entertaining, uh, we hope. But it's not a comedy at all. And uh, so anybody who's nervous about that can, uh, can relax. The people who may be surprised are those who know Batman only uh, from the TV series. And what we're doing is entirely different. Uh, it's, it's, it's much closer in tone to the uh, original Batman character as he was established in the comics. Jack Nicholson was cast as the Joker, a role that John Lithgow actually tried to convince Burton not to cast him, a move that he's since publicly regretted. And Sean Young was cast as Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. Prior to filming, Young was injured in a horseback riding accident and had to be recast quickly. Kim Basinger then stepped into the role. Billy D. Williams also had a small role in the film as Harvey Dent. Burton cast him because he wanted to have Two Face in a future film with an African American in the role. But when Two Face finally showed up years later in Batman Forever, Burton was out as director, and the role of Harvey Dent was given to Tommy Lee Jones. Much to Billy Dee's disappointment. This deal is getting worse all the time. When it came time for the film's score, Burton went with his collaborator on Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice, Danny Elfman of Oingo Boingo. But for the film's soundtrack, it became the 11th studio album for Prince Rogers Nelson, better known simply as Prince. Since his debut album in 1978, he had released one album every single year with the exception of 1983. Tim Burton said in a Rolling Stone interview that he listened to a ton of Prince while making Batman. Originally, some of Prince's older songs, Baby I'm a Star and 1999, were used in a rough cut of the film. Burton approached Prince about recording a few songs to replace those. And instead, Prince turned in an entire album's worth of material. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
But before any of that happened, there was an entirely different plan. In a 2001 interview with Rolling Stone, Prince said, Did you know that that album was originally supposed to be a duet between Michael Jackson and me? He is Batman and me is the Joker. This never ended up seeing the light of day because Jackson was unable to do it. Who's bad? Prince was already known as an incredibly talented musician, and with a few exceptions, he played everything on the album. At the last minute, Prince felt one of the songs he'd written for the album, entitled Dance with the Devil, was too dark for the soundtrack. So at the last minute, he replaced it with one of his more bizarre songs. The last minute replacement would also be the first single, Bat Dance. Bat Dance was released on June 8th, 1989, 11 days before the release of the film. Oh, I got a live one here. The song is kind of a mix of several songs from the soundtrack, and done in two entirely different sections with completely different tempos. The first part of the song is based off the song 200 Balloons, which was actually cut from the soundtrack, but was the B-side to the Bat Dance single. And here's a little bit of 200 Balloons. Some elements of track one from the soundtrack, The Future, are also featured heavily in the first section of Bat Dance. The song also contains several samples of Batman, the Joker, and Vicky Vale's dialogue from the film. It even lifts from Neil Hefty's 1966 Batman theme song from the old TV series. Jack Nicholson's Joker cues the move into the second section of the song, which sounds a little more like the type of Prince song that we're accustomed to. Stop the press. Stop the press. Who is that? Sticky Vale. Sticky Vale. I like that. Hi. Bruce Wayne. Once again using dialogue samples from the film and Hefty's 1966 Batman theme, Prince once again borrows from another soundtrack song, Electric Chair. The Bat Dance video was also a big hit on MTV. It was directed by Albert Magnoli, who was not only the director of Prince's Purple Rain movie, but was also Prince's manager at the time. There are several remixes for Bat Dance as well. One of which, Bat Dance, parentheses, The Bat Mix, even contains a piece of Rave Unto the Joy Fantastic, a song that was cut from the soundtrack but would actually be released on the 1999 album of the same name, the year 1999, not the song 1999. 
When the Batman soundtrack came out, Prince hadn't actually had a big hit album since his Purple Rain soundtrack in 1984. But the soundtrack and the Bat Dance single both went to number one. The soundtrack went on to sell 11 million copies worldwide, and Bat Dance became Prince's fourth number one single. I'll leave you with this. There's another remix of Bat Dance done by remix producer John Luongo, which featured Big Daddy Kane. It's never been officially released, but you can find it on YouTube. Otherwise, if you want to hear all of Bat Dance, it's streaming on Spotify and Apple Music and all those places that you can stream music. And that's it for this week. As always, thanks so much for the support here on Patreon, and I'll see you next week. Same Bat Time, same Bat Channel. Let me begin to sin. A little something for you to comprehend and separate the mice from the men. Cause who has the look, the hook, and it crooked in the man that we took straight out the comic book? A superhero busting in his zero with the long bat arm of the Lord so he don't fear no mission, quest, journey, drive, run, or task. So who's the man behind the mask? Ready and willing to attack on any villain. The mask crusader, exterminator of any criminal and any subliminal. Go Batman, go Stop.